0: Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. So it's Thursday. that means it is time for another happy hour.
1: Happy hour.
0: Yes. And as always, drink responsibly if you choose to do so. These are just moments we like to provide where we can have some conversations and hopefully give you a space to relax as we approach the end of the week. Or, you know, this whole week structure I'm not sure about. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that could be a whole different conversation. But, Samantha, what are you sipping on?
1: I have decided to go away from alcohol today. And mm-hmm. I am going to just stick with a lovely kombucha, uh-huh. which is a raspberry lemon ginger. It's got all the delights. It does have quite a bit of sugar, so I'm going to slow down on this. However, I was thinking of adding my uh, carbonated water with some lemon to it, Mm -hmm. which I'm going to try right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) She's just gotten up in the middle of the podcast to go do this. Goodbye. I'm going to do a little ASMR to see what it sounds like. So here we go. Moment of truth. Mm -hmm and lemony. Yum. That makes sense.
0: (laughs) So I don't know if I've ever talked about this on this show, but I have a real thing about using everything up and I don't like having things that just sit around for a long time. So ever since we did the happy hour with Holly, I've had some cranberry juice that I'm trying to get rid of. And then a couple... Actually, it was probably over a year ago because of quarantine. I had a friend over and she left this like jar of lemonade over. So I've been trying to use those up. So I made like a sparkling water, lemonade, cranberry juice with some fresh lemonade in it because I'm not normally a fruit juice person. Right. Like I'll drink it, but it's just like
1: not my I was going to say that's got the artificial flavors you don't like. Right. So it's fine, but... Uh, <laughs>
0: I will say, I found a bottle of rum hidden. I don't know if I meant to hide it or if it kind of fell in my (laughs) refrigerator as I was getting the stuff out to make this. So that's exciting.
1: Yeah. I have rum. I never have rum. (laughs) You got some rum. Congratulations. (laughs) Yeah, That's what I feel about uh, when I have like, I thought I ran out of whatever beer that I have or uh, seltzers or whatever. And I'm like, oh, look, I have one more. Yeah. It's a nice, nice Discovery, surprise. It's the fries at the bottom of the bag when you thought
0: you were done with all the fries. Oh, yeah. That is that is lovely. Speaking of lovely, as we record this, Samantha and I are approaching our two-week post-second-dose vaccination period, which will mean that we are fully vaccinated tomorrow. Whoop, whoop. Until we have to do boosters.
1: Until Until we we have to do boosters.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It is very exciting. And it's exciting because I feel like a lot of my friends and family are either very close to being fully vaccinated or
1: are fully vaccinated. Right. I feel like for me, I'm not telling too many people. Like I haven't done all of the photos or any Mm -hmm. of the announcements because I like being underground and unreachable. (laughs) Uh I like this excuse of being able to say, I Mm -hmm. can't come out. uh, And people, for the most part, at least understanding why I'm saying that. Mm -hmm. So, hey, y'all don't tell people.
0: As you're on a podcast for public consumption. Just
1: saying, don't tell people.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I I was hoping that, you know, by posting something, it would be like... You can go get yours. But I right, guess everybody right. already knows. Oh, yeah, knows.
1: absolutely. Like, I want to be, like, encouraging and all that. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, I also don't want to tell people I can come out unless I choose to be with that one person.
0: <laughs> I will say I've already gotten... The invitations have started coming. and right. I'm like, oh, dear.
1: <laughs> right. If I'm ready. <laughs> uh, I have, to, And I'm starting to be like, well, maybe. And I will say a part of this, too, is... Because people are so excited, including me, that I am having people plan things way in advance. And because of my introvertedness and my anxiety and and depression in general, I sometimes will say yes on a good day, and then yeah. the day it arrives, I'm like, "How do I get out of this?" Sure, yeah. Let's normalize being able to change our mind about hanging out. Yeah,
0: I think I think that's a a human experience. I think a lot of people feel that way. And that's kind of one of the things we talked about in our self-care episode is it's not just saying yes to the happy hour of friends. It's being able to say no to the happy hour of friends right. when you need to. right? And we're not going to get too much into any of this stuff in this uh, happy hour episode. But did what I mentioned, there's been a lot of research coming out as more and more people have gotten the vaccine and more and more people have had it for six months about women with pregnancy and the safety of that, which so far seems all good, but we can dig into that in a future episode. And then I I didn't know about this, but I heard from some friends and I looked it up and they're totally right. But um, some women are having reactions with their periods Mm -hmm. where they're having extreme heavy flow periods or something. So that's something else to look into because I verified it online and it's not just anecdotal. It is right. an observed thing. And, and also, I saw an article about how some doctors are afraid that this is going to be a summer full of STIs because everybody's so excited
1: to get out there and they're going to forget everything, I guess. <laughs> right. I also know that there's a whole conversation of people going out too soon. So yeah. I, I I was very guilty because I really wanted to go out and, and even possibly exercise earlier this week. But in my mind, I'm like, it's 10 days, right? It's 10 days. And then realizing the cautionary bit is 14. So I'm like, oh man, I, I need to wait. But that's Mm -hmm. not happening. People immediately are getting their second dosage and a couple of days are like, I'm going out because there are some statistics saying that, you know, after second shot of the Pfizer within a week is 95% effective. And Mm -hmm. people are just banking on that. Yeah. Not realizing, A, again, these are all theories and hopefullys but also the fact that We don't know what your body is going to do specifically to what's happening. And of course, people have been talking a lot about side effects, as as you were mentioning before. And some people are being knocked out for like three days. I have a friend who literally got shingles. And apparently, that's known to happen to a few, whether Mm -hmm. it's just a resurgence of an old virus, you know, because we know that shingles come through, chickenpox, all of that stuff. Um, So you never know what's going to happen with your body and how it feels but you definitely should do it. Yeah. The risks are too high.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like having these conversations about side effects is just being... I mean, they're very rare, generally. And also, so we'll talk about this in a little bit, but I had a really bad reaction to the second shot. And I've been hesitant about sharing it with people just because I know... Like they're saying millions of people aren't getting their second dose because they think the first one is enough. And that it's not worth whatever you go through with the second one. But I'm like, but COVID though. <laughs> right, right.
1: And then the, there is a pretty high uptick of uh, people who are getting COVID after even after the first shot. And mm-hmm. that's the conversation that needs to be having. And then the numbers are really high right now. We're just not talking about it as much. Uh, people are all kind of, I don't know if it's because we're focused on the vaccine and trying to get mm-hmm. people to get vaccinated. And so that's what the focus is on. But the numbers and statistics and the hospitalizations are starting to rise again. And that's a concern for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we're, (laughs) hopefully, obviously, but we're not medical experts. So don't seek that type of advice from us. But also, there's been conversations, rightfully so, about being the privilege of being in like the United States, where now we have extra vaccines and other countries can't get them. Right. So that's another conversation we need to be having, for sure.
1: And the whole trying to copyright and not share. Yeah. I think I'm too much of a a socialist for those conversations. (laughs)
0: Samantha Socialist McVeigh. Oh no, my name's
1: now on a list, isn't it? Because I've said it. (laughs) Yes, it's true. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just have a hard time when you have something that could actually... Save people mm-hmm. all over the world and you're just being selfish. Yeah. Maybe there's some legalities that I don't understand, but it just doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. when you have something that could actually help the world. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was also <laughs> another thing where I saw a lot of people talking about, you know, when I went to go get it, there was a part of me like, am I going to have to pay? Right. And you don't. And then other countries like in like the UK or Canada, like, Uh, Why would you? Healthcare.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really interesting too, because that is the bigger conversation of like, hey, this is what healthcare, universal healthcare would look like. Mm -hmm. You know how easy it was just to get it done, not have to worry about all the pains and the paperwork. Yeah. This is what it should be, just to know that you could save your life or be healthy. (laughs) <laughs>
0: and not go into debt for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, as well as the fact that, uh, you know, I tell you that my parents are very conservative and my my parents are very excited about Medicare mm-hmm. and have been using it and very preventative stuff and I'm very glad they are. But in my back of my head, I'm like, do you not understand this could have been you the whole time? Um, you didn't have to be in pain and worried about what's wrong with you and not being able to afford to find out. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there's a lot of
0: issues... To entangle around all of this, probably not good for a happy hour, though. So, we thought we would just discuss our our personal experience and feelings
1: as we got the second dose, because we got it on the same day. I had to maneuver in a way to make sure to get our vaccine a little earlier, just because I don't know if you guys have read that Walgreens, apparently, when they were originally doing the appointments, they would give you the second appointment, but they would stretch it out. So for Pfizer, they recommended within three weeks and uh, they would do it for four weeks and no one understood why and to the point that the CDC called them out. And was like, why are you doing this? Give them their shot. And so when I found that out, I was like, oh, let me see if I can get an appointment a week early. Because also I was getting jealous at the fact that people who had shots after me were getting their second shots before me. So yeah, there was a little bit of competitiveness in that route. Um, mm-hmm. So we were able to work it out. And because in Georgia, after the numbers showed how bad we were at giving vaccines, the numbers jumped very quickly when Kemp decided to push the age level to 16. Yeah. As well as uh, giving people broader options to get shots. So when that happened, all of the mass sites opened up. And and by the way, the rural areas still have a lot of extra shots as where, of course, the populated urban areas had less. So it's definitely interesting to see how that's worked out. But yeah, for us, we just decided to go ahead and get it done as soon as we could. So I think it was like two days after the day that I could get a shot, but a week earlier than when we were supposed to get our shot. And I was like, Annie, we're going to be vaccinated on the same day. (laughs) And then the whole like, I forgot, they named something specifically to Pfizer people who get shots and Moderna people. But you're a Moderna girl, and I was a Pfizer girl. I am.
0: (laughs) I only know one other person who got Moderna.
1: I, have, I know several people who've gotten Moderna. And originally, I wanted to get Moderna because I was I like, uh, Dr. Corbett, she did some amazing things. And, and, and you know Dolly Parton, she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Dolly Parton, I'm there. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm just saying. Those two things, both of those things, I'm like, yes, I want to be a mm-hmm. part of their history. But I don't know. I've heard people having different reactions to both. And your reaction and my other good friend's uh, reaction, I was like, oh who also had Moderna, I was like, maybe I don't want that Moderna one, (laughs) even though both have side effects. Yeah, well,
0: (laughs) so Samantha and I were, it was almost like a, uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Right. Because we got them at the same time. We were going to compare symptoms. And I I went to bed that night and woke up and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. (laughs) Um, And probably by, I would say, late afternoon the next day, I was like, oh, no, this is bad. And it stuck around for like five to seven days. It was bad for three days. And when I say bad, it was bad. right? But I know you don't believe me, Samantha, but I've been told that that means I have a
1: robust immune system and I'm running with that. I'm sticking to it. You keep that. I've said it like this when my parents would tell me when kids would pick on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, for uh, being Asian. Instead of saying that people are racist, they were just like, they're jealous because they were so pretty. I do like that. That's not how that works, but uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that comparison, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> You're very cute and pretty. Um, but no, yeah, I, I, I believe that. I think I was very surprised because between the two of us, your immune system seems to be a little better in the sense of like you can eat almost anything mm-hmm. and you're okay. As mm-hmm. where if I eat something, I'm I'm not like I'm not, I don't have a sensitive stomach, but I I will be more affected than you are typically mm-hmm. is what I've seen. But you also are the one you get the random illnesses, and I'm like, how how did you get both of these things? What happened?
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I haven't been
1: sick since. I mean. It,
0: God, many years. Right. So, but when I do get sick, I get like the very, very severe, how did you get this?
1: Like you have to be quarantined level of sick. Yeah, like this is not my
0: first time being quarantined. It's actually kind of my third time. But... Because of that, it was kind of funny. Like, I was miserable, but I was like, wow, I forgot the body can do this to you. Which is a va- I'm very lucky that I never get sick, but I was like, right. oh man, everything burns. What is this?
1: <laughs> the level of giggles, not because you were suffering, I was very sad, but the back and forth of you like, I'm sweating. I'm so cold. I am drenched. I can't move. Everything hurts. Ugh, but I'm working like that. Would- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I did continue to work.
1: (laughs) Right. And for me, I got a small fever the next day. Now, the day that I got my shot, it was like the first time I got my shot, which was the next day. It was really painful. It felt like uh, I had been in a car wreck and landed on my shoulder type of thing. Mm -hmm. Like it was really painful, but not a big deal. Like I can move. Everything's fine. Next morning, you know, the couple of days later, it was gone. But the day I got the second shot, it was immediate. I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, somehow my partner ended up finding that spot. You know how it is—that like one yeah. spot that you don't want mm-hmm. them to touch—and somehow it always happens. Yeah. I was like, "Don't! Eh, why? Why?" Like I just would scream. And then the next day, I was kind of sluggish and tired. Uh, arm was hurting, and then I got a little bit of a fever, but that quickly went away as soon as I took an ibuprofen and took a little nap, and that was it. And the following day, I was fine. So, and and since then, I haven't had any—I don't that I'm aware of—symptoms. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was much easier (laughs) than you to the point that like, I think we came back. I'm thinking we did our shot on the Wednesday. Yeah. We made sure we didn't record anything. We're kind of ahead. And then when I talked to you on Monday, you're like, oh, it's still not okay. That Tuesday, I still felt nauseated. Right. But worth it. Oh, totally, totally worth it. Because guess who's going to go get wings somewhere tomorrow? We are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting
0: my hair cut.
1: She gonna get her hair cut. Yeah. I'm gonna In go get some and new and contacts. Half. Oh my gosh. Joy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's been interesting, which uh, we've talked about this before. People have been writing articles about it, of the anxiety that you were touching on, Samantha, of I'm really excited about some things, but also very anxious about other things. And I'll say like, when I got my first shot, I almost was brought to tears. I was so excited. When I got my second one, I was excited, but I was very much more like, oh no, um, <laughs> I guess I will have to go outside. I'm not as excited as I'm hearing from other people. Does that mean I messed up? Like, you know, and I think we're all gonna have to deal with that of going through this. And Right.
1: You, you vastly changed based on plans around you and because people know you as the go-to person, that's a whole lot of expectations that's laid on you anyway. For me, I have the anxiety of going out because I don't want to be around the people necessarily. I feel like I'm not the best, especially if I'm in one of my modes where it's just really hard for me to communicate, really hard for me to articulate what's happening inside of my head and really paranoid. And and therefore, I kind of translate what you say to me as if I'm doing something wrong. So that's part of my whole anxiety. So for me, saying no, is fairly easy. And I've gotten to the habit of just not saying yes until the last minute. So that's Mm -hmm. my trick. Which Mm -hmm. I know everybody's like, oh, but my friends understand well enough that that's how I do it. And because I don't know that level, and maybe I've just gotten too old to care too much about them. Like I've made the friends that I've made and they know me well enough that they understand. Right. I hope. Mm -hmm. And I'll give that same allowance to others. So mm-hmm. that because that, I'm typically if they cancel, I'm like, thank God. Like, that, that's my <laughs> right. mode too. Uh-huh. But so for me, it's a whole separate set of yeah. why we're feeling this. And again, like I said, like I'm excited about going out and being able to do things. So even if it's just me and uh, you going to get wings, I'm mm-hmm. super excited about that. I'm not excited about going out with a crowd of people being close to me and just all up in each other's space. I'm not cool right. with that. Being around a group of 20 people, not being able to talk to everybody, talking to one person, feeling anxiety because you have this performance anxiety of being cool around these people. Not looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely levels of like, oh yeah, I'm really excited about going to have a happy hour with two of my friends or you sure. know three of my friends. That's so exciting. Or mm-hmm. being able to call and be like, hey, what are you doing today? Let's go get brunch. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Everything else... Uh... <laughs> Well,
0: I will tell you, one, I no joke, and I know this is very silly. I had a nightmare the other night of, are people going to expect me to plan a birthday party? Because no. my birthday is always a big throwdown.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's, it's far away enough that it's possible it could be done. So, and there's that. And then the second thing is, I don't know if you listeners remember, but forever ago when Samantha and I did... Therapy sessions on this very show, I was talking about how I felt like if I wasn't the fun one, if I didn't put on this performance, I would lose all my friends and I will say that did not happen over this year. People have they've been so supportive and they showed up for me, and you've showed up for me, and it, it means the world to me because I really was it's like a insecurity that I have and then thirdly, I do think and this is this could be Really specific to our office and our kind of group of coworkers and friends. Almost everyone I've spoken to is like, I want to continue working from home. I'm happy getting out of social plans. Like, I w- I'm excited about some of these things, but in general, I'm good. And so I don't think that you are the
1: only one by any means. That's good to no, know. I like that. Yeah. Obviously, uh, people love your presence because you do make things fun. But also, I always want to encourage you to having your own times because watching you get into your fan fiction as you do, which is your pride and joy, I can't imagine anybody taking that away from you.
0: <laughs> yeah. The year of fan fiction. Um, I love it. I love it. I love that some people like, their baby is their pride and joy. Their dog is their pride and joy. Me, my fan fiction. <laughs> my quarantine so, baby.
1: That is your quarantine, baby. There you go.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we just wanted to share our experiences. We encourage everyone to get vaccinated. We would love to hear from you listeners. What are your thoughts and feelings? How is it for you getting vaccinated? You can email us at stuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram at Stuff on Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina Oh. We hope we can meet you too soon, face to face. Yes, <laughs> face to face. And thanks to you for listening. Stephanie Never Told You's production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.